We are joined by our friend Ben Brust, Kyle Brust, and Nortman, two to five on ESPN Milwaukee. Hey, Ben, good to see you. Thanks for being here. Of course, wouldn't miss it. You look good today, man. You a nice high tight haircut, uh, facial hairs growing in. I don't know if it's a Movember thing, but you're looking dialed in. It is. It's one of those things where I don't grow good facial hair. I only get like the goatee. So at the end of the month, I do one day of just the mustache because I won the worst <laughs> mustache in the company last year. <laughs> you did, and I'm probably gonna to draw in Sharpie this year to try and step up my game, so... I just I don't do facial hair well, uh, but thank you for the hair compliment. I don't know if that's out of spite or out of uh, you know just the happiness for my hair. I know. See, people, it's a misconception because I have no hair. I pay attention to other people's hair. Yeah, you're a good hair judger. Probably all too often, but I do. Yeah, like I wish I had that. It's a thing. <laughs> Hey, we usually talk a lot of football with you. I want to start with something that happened at the Bucks game last night. Giannis sure. gets fired up. Giannis gets ejected. Giannis, it seemed like, did almost nothing, although we couldn't hear what was said and gets kicked out of the game. Giannis and the energy at Fiserv. What did you think about what happened last night? I mean, look, stars run the league in any sport. And if you're going to get rid of a star from a game over something so small, it just like it feels bad. My biggest thing, right, is like the the NBA does something where they come out with a, I think the the pool report or whatever. They they come back and they tell you why something was called and it's all written. Yeah. I think referees need to face the media. They should be able to stand up on a podium and answer questions based off what people want to ask them. That way you can be held accountable. That way, like, it's not just like, oh, I can make this call. I can go talk to the Mr. Official that I report to, and they're going to say I did a great job. Like, no. Like, the more we can hold, hold like, everyone accountable, it'll make this go away. Like, I just, I hated it. No one wants to go to a game in which Giannis gets kicked out, especially over something so little. And by the way, it was lame. And, like, we're getting to a point now where we're not letting people show emotion. Right? Like, he, if you dunk on somebody, that is a primal, like, ah, like, you should be able to let that guy know. I just put it on your head. Like, what's it supposed to do? Dunk hard and just run back and not show emotion? Like, we're, we're, that's not fun. So, everything was wrong about it. And I mean everything. Have you ever been bounced from a game? No. Did you ever get a technical foul in a game? No. Really? I was best friends with the referees. Never. They're people. And so because they're people, you know, Gene Steratore, which you see on, you know, when yeah. you watch CBS on NFL, he's now the, re- the, the referee that comes on the broadcast. He refed college basketball games while he was refing the NFL. And so all these guys before the game, when I was playing at the University of Wisconsin, there'd be like an hour left in warm-ups and they had just jogged out. I would throw the ball to them and be like, you know, hey, throw it back. Like, you know, I'd make the shot and, you know, like give them an assist, you Befriend know? Befriend them. Yeah, absolutely. You got to become friends with those guys because whether or not you believe it, they're people and they can be swayed. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're not robots. If you have a bad relationship with someone, you're likely not going to give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm not saying that was the case with Giannis, but I did everything in my power to be best friends with Even them. Even to accidentally never get teed up. That's unbelievable. You never got teed up. Yes. Because uh, I, like, there was in the Big Ten Championship my junior year, um, I picked up my second foul in the first half and it was um, Terry was the ref. And Terry and I, 
I, we could we talked free throws, whatever. It was a block charge call. I built up a relationship to get the charge call on that one, Terry, <laughs> not to get the block call in the Big Ten championship. And I let him know. I said, that's bull. You know, I swore at him. He didn't team me up because we had a relationship that we built up. And he was like, I'll get you back in the second half. You know, that sort of thing. I, I don't know that Bo would have taken too kindly to a, a member of his squad getting bounced or teed up. Uh, and teed up fine uh, if, if it's for the right, like, you know, if it's for motivating the team in the right manner. But yeah, we usually let him get the tease and let him be the crazy guy with the vein popping through his head. Okay. <laughs> I want to ask What's you about a, well? a Packer that we don't really talk about very often. It's a tight end, Musgrave. So I read today that he's on pace to break Sterling Sharp's record for yep. most receptions by a rookie. Can you say under the radar? I had no idea. What kind of impact has he had? Because when you watch on Sunday, it doesn't seem like a big impact. Yeah, it's it's not a huge impact, but it's an impact. Like I, th- I think what people need to be aware of is it's really it's a hard position to play, and it's a hard position to thrive at in terms of catching the ball and being really involved in the offense as a rookie tight end. We're seeing it around the league like a little bit better uh, in terms of. Dalton Kincaid for the Bills and Sam Laporta for the Lions. They're both rookies, and they've had like double-digit catch games each. Um, so, again, he's an athletic guy. I think he's going to grow in the offense. It was a sweet play design on his touchdown, like, but that wasn't anything he did special. It was a yeah. good play design by Matt LaFleur. I think he's got an opportunity to be somebody special, but, again, it's definitely under the radar um, because the offense has been, unfortunately – I don't want to say under the radar. Underperforming. In the the spotlight, underperforming. And where you want to put that blame is up to you. I still put it all on Goody. I still, I, I still cannot believe that like Matt Lafleur has to go to the podium and answer questions about why guys are running into each other when they're running routes. And it's like, well, maybe because the GM that drafted Aaron Rodgers' replacement in 2020 didn't draft a, a good enough wide receiver in 2020 or 21, which would have been a third or fourth year guy. Instead, you got first and second year guys with a first year starting quarterback. That is a Goot thing, not a Lafleur thing. Uh, Sunday's game, first to ten wins, yes or no? Yeah, I've been. I, I, I bet the under on the Packer game uh, last weekend. It's just like until they prove that they can put up points, the under's the play. I don't like it. It's kind of like Iowa right now for me when you look at this game. Like Iowa has has been setting Iowa football these ridiculously historic low over unders because they can't score points. Um, I look at the under in all these games the Packers play, especially from a Pittsburgh's not going to th- throw up a lot of points. Um, I think so. Here's here's what I here's how I have looked at this uh, next four games for the Green Bay Packers. I've described it as when you go to college, John or Greg, we get you know syllabus week. You get the syllabus, and I would say. Say the first eight games were 25% of the grade, right? Attendance, showing up to, you know, the things outside of your normal class schedule, or I, f- I forget what it was called because I obviously didn't go there enough. Um, but now <laughs> we're at 50% of the weight of the grade in these four games, even though it's a less amount of games. He's had yeah. eight weeks to sort of get acclimated. There's been injuries, there's been this, there's been that. You got a decently full team, and you're going to be playing some quality op- opponents. So 50% of his grade right now of the of the overall 100, I think, is in the next four games. He's Ben Brust. You can hear him on ESPN Milwaukee 2-5 to five, Monday through Friday, and he's never been ejected from a game. Or never. kicked out of a show, probably either. Um, Closer probably to be ejected from a show than I, a game. I left early. Like, I was packing up <laughs> with, like, 30 seconds to go. And Greg Scalzo, our now big boss here at yeah. uh, Good Karma Brands Milwaukee, I've never seen him more angry, um, and I got a talking to. <laughs> and I've never left a show remotely early unless, you know, 
nature calls. <laughs> ben Brust. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, guys.